Pick the Nintendo Shack and pray. Frederick from Fire Emblem Awakening says, yo. Greetings, Koopalings, and welcome back to Rebecca's Shack. My name is Donnie Reese. What's up, guys? You every like, time. What, you like my intro? Yeah? Every time. I don't know. How long can we keep up this? <laughs> I'm, I'm running just, out it of- It was all the first time. I'm running out of things to say. Like, I need some writing help. Can you write a few one-liners yeah. down for me? Uh, 50 or so. I can do that <laughs> by next week. Let's this go. Episode 140 of the Nintendo wow. Shack podcast. That's a lot. It feels like a yeah. lot. Now, I know, like, Board of Video Games is more prime, whether we're, like, on 250 or whatever, but from the moment we kicked this show off, I mean, that's, that's a lot. It's 140 weeks. Whew. Mm-hmm. Whew. Tonight, we're going to get into what you can expect to see on Nintendo Switch in July, as well as some rumors that are just now starting to gain a little steam over there on the internet, so we're a little early on this one, as well as uh, some other events that are going on. But before we get into that, let's kick off the show like we do each and every week. By thanking the producers that support us over at patreon.com slash PSVGs. Thank you, Callow, Barry Cathcart, Josh Borboni, The Bonesaw, Chris McElfresh, Devin Tyus, Kyle Heyman, Michael Masick, Zach Bradshaw, Nick Fahaber, and Paul Calicote. Garrett, what you been up to, man? Uh, just been, I, I've been busy, actually. <laughs> I got a lot of work to do. Um, but uh, I've been just chilling as well. Um, playing some video games. Of course. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, this weekend, I finished up Metro Exodus. Mm. Um, just just give me a, like, a one-minute rant here. Um, a minute? I love just give, Go for just it. Just give me a minute. All right. Um, it's it's good. It's a great game, I think. Great game. Uh, it's a great game. I, I, I say solid eight, actually. Um, but I think it's a tale of two games. Eight out of um, 100. Eight out, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, of course, Donnie. Um, so basically, you know, I was going into this last last weekend. I mentioned that it's all open world and it's a sandboxy kind of level. Well, that's kind of true for the first two big levels, and then the last two big levels are definitely not big open world games. It was sort of weird seeing this. So the first two was like a sandboxy. Bo- I think of Borderlands because it's like you have this one level that's very open world and you can like go basically wherever you want. Um, similar to like that. And it honestly, it, it is a drag. Um, they made it better on the second level with cars. You know, you can drive around at least. So it's a little bit faster, but still it's slow. Um, but by the third level, which was my, by far my favorite one, um, it, it felt Tomb Raider to me where it's like you kind of set this very linear path. Maybe you can go off into different directions, but it was very linear compared to the first two. And then the last level was like, this is Metro. This is Metro 2033 and, and Last Light. Like it's, it's, it's dark. It's uh, just very narrow tunnels. And you had to like go on a boat. And it's just one direction. It's really nothing else. So I found that very interesting. I wonder if the developers were like, uh, we got tired of this open world. We're going to go back to the, you know, old formula. Um, but uh, other than that, uh, the story was great. Um, I like the shooting a lot in, in this, in the world that they, they set. Um, and, you know, if you have, uh, if you have Metro 23 or Last Light on Switch, I did definitely play it. 
because that's by far, I think they're better games, to be honest with you. But this one was great as well. Nice. Uh, yeah. Uh, other than that, Xenoblade. Um, I've, I'm still going at it. Uh, I, haven't, I haven't put too much time into it uh, this past week. But I'm chapter 13. So I'm basically where... You're getting there. Uh, yep. Mechon. I'm at the bottom of the Mechon, the foot. Uh, so a lot of stuff has happened, I think. Uh, I don't want to set any uh, story beats out at this point. Um, but me and Sean Capri have been talking together quite a bit about this game now on Discord. And he's catching up to me. He's Ooh. like, oh, yeah, like every day he's like, hey, I'm at chapter eight. I'm chapter 10. I'm chapter 11. I'm like, dang, nice. is this dude, is, is this dude going to pass me? And he's like, all right, he wants to make it, make it a competition. Let's go, Sean. <laughs> all right. All right. So, um, but no, it's, it's really good. Um, I'll, I'll keep at it. Uh, but you know, the last of us part two is now right in front of me <laughs> that I need to play now. So is that look. Right in front of you to finish the other games that you're playing. Um, well, it's, it's going to be priority. I think it's going to be priority this weekend for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I, cause I want to get into spoiler cast. I want to listen to Donnie and Kevin just go. Oh, uh, you may not want to listen to mine. Uh, well, I'm going to listen to it after. <laughs> okay. All right. And I'm going to listen to everyone else on PSVG to see what they think. There you go. Start um, with theirs and then end with mine. Mine appears to be good. the most um, divisive or opposed. Mm, <laughs> so. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, that's that's what I've been doing nice. so far. Nice, man. What about you, Bex? What you been up to? I have started a game that I have wanted to play for quite a while now. Um, A lot of you guys know that I have been catching up on a lot of old Super Nintendo era games um, that I have missed um, um, in the past couple months. Um, Specifically, I started Earthbound uh, this week. Um, I know a lot of people play Earthbound and then Undertale, which is um, directly inspired by Earthbound. Um, A lot of people? Well, that's usually the order. Like most people I feel like have played Earthbound first since it came out so long ago. Um, but since Earth uh, Undertale was directly inspired by Earthbound, um, there I've heard there are a lot of similarities. And Undertale is one of my favorite games of all time. Um, I could go on and on about everything that I love about Undertale. So once I heard of all of the similarities to Earthbound, I knew I really wanted to play it. Um, so I finally, finally started that. Um, this past week. Um, I'm a couple hours into it and I already know that this is going to be a really awesome game that I'm going to love because it's so quirky. It has all that really like bizarre, weird writing, weird things happen in it. Um, giving me like, and I've already noticed like a lot of things, um, that I have already been able to say, oh my gosh, Undertale got so like got this from Earthbound. Um, so it's kind of a weird experience playing it, um, after. Uh, Undertale, um, but I'm really, really enjoying it so far. Um, You're making Kevin smile. Have either of you played Earthbound? Oh yeah, you have played Earthbound. Yeah, okay, several times. I never, have you guys- I never played it all the way to the finish. I've never really. Yeah, no. It's, yeah, I mean that's just it, and I, I think anybody that's followed mm-hmm. the type of games I play, they know that right off the bat. I don't think that mm-hmm. surprises anybody. But I've definitely played it a few times because of its quirkiness and weirdness. It is kind of uh, something you can kind of. I don't know, is it like it hooked by? It's just almost like uh, curious. It's intriguing. You're mm-hmm. just like, where, where is this going? Um, well, I didn't know a whole lot about it going into it. Like, obviously, I know kind of the basic stories and like the characters and stuff just from kind of seeing it out in the, you know, Nintendo sphere. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, 
for the past few years, I've always said, like, I really want them to acknowledge it or, you know, remake it or bring it to, you know, I was wondering, well, why isn't it on the Switch? As I'm playing more and more of it, I'm kind of starting to realize why they don't really acknowledge it or, you know, maybe why they're not bringing it um, to Switch Online. Um, Is it because of its portrayal of the US? No, well, not like even explicitly that, but like there's already, I'm only like what, three or four or five hours into it maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's already a lot of like really controversial type things in it. Um, like there's a whole cultist town um, yeah. with like, they're totally based off of the KKK. It's super, Ooh. super like, oh my God. It's, I wasn't expecting that at all. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. So, like, they don't obviously come right out and say that, but, like, they're, like, we're happy, happy village where it's, like, happyism and, you know, it's all about being blue. It's just very bizarre. Very, very bizarre. Bizarre is a good word. It yeah. is interesting. I And so it's, like, a whole storyline to take take down the cult. I don't think I've ever actually thought of them actually remaking it. and I, And I wonder if people would want that i think people would I, want it just to have something to like just to, for you know, the recognition uh-huh. but at the same time i could see a lot of the actual fans being upset if they kind of rewrote it and kind of I portrayed it differently would, i think a lot of it would be censored yeah and changed. i think that would bother people yeah and i think the the reason why people want it remade at least the reason i think um well me myself because i haven't ever played it and it would be nice just to have like a collection on a modern console but mm-hmm. also the fact that mother three never got localized um and that would be kind of a big deal mm-hmm. um, and I, I would imagine that a remake would include all three games um, be nice yeah i don't necessarily think it'd have to be but it would be nice i would just i i, I typically think that any any truly great game Deserves to be remade, if only to kept current. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of look at it like a, you know, as these consoles grow and we we adopt different libraries and account systems, stuff like that. Stuff gets lost and it gets forgotten and it's hard to keep up. So the truly great ones, I always want to be remade. I, I kind of that's my answer to every time anybody ever asks me if I want to remake anything. Yes, like if it deserves to be remade, yes, um, because it's also kind of one of those things. And I know people, you know, people don't like ports and things like that, but. Mm. I always like the sense that you know exactly what you're paying for. And if it's truly like you, I think you guys understand what I'm saying. Like when a game deserves to be remade, it's probably worth the money. Like there's a reason they're remaking mm-hmm. is because it deserves yes. to be remade. Not everything <laughs> does, but we know the games that do. And uh, yeah, I, I think you're right. I think a lot of it's, it's, I don't know, issues and things like that. The, would be yeah. Uh, trouble. The, the thing I think about remaking Super Nintendo games is they've aged just like yeah. gameplay wise and visually they've aged fine. so well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I could imagine this type of thing coming out today. Controls, uh, menus, UI, mm-hmm. you update all that, you give it yep. um, a resolution bump. You don't even remember to change the art style. Yeah. The art style is beautiful. Yeah, it's gorgeous as it is. The music, oh my gosh, every single song is a bop. I love it. Mm. And I think that's I a. I think it. that is also a part of the reason. There's a lot of licensing issues with Earth Earthbound. I think. Maybe, I maybe. Think. Oh, okay. Pretty sure of that. Um, but just I love the quirkiness out of it. Like, just one little anecdote was that I bought. Um, you can buy food for healing, and mm-hmm. I was buying fresh eggs. And so I'm like walking, you know, to wherever I'm supposed to go, and all of a sudden I hear this chirping. I'm like, what? What is that? Like, I'm thinking like it's something in like my room, like yeah. the crickets. So then I'm going into my inventory to get something else and I see a chicken. I'm like, when did I get a chicken? 
And turned out the the eggs that you buy will hatch into chickens if you don't consume them fast enough. Um, so just little quirky things that like catch you off guard. I think um, you don't really see that too often in games. It's just very clever and like makes you laugh. <laughs> it made me laugh. I don't know. Um, I'm really enjoying my time with it. I'll probably have more to say about it in the upcoming weeks. You should definitely talk about it in the Discord with Kevin. Kevin loves this game. Always has. Yeah. Always will. So, uh, yeah, he'd be, he'd be the best. You're probably the only reason he listens to Shaq at this point. Um, <laughs> he's just like, Rebecca's my only hope. So, yeah, that's that's awesome. I'm glad you're enjoying it. Yeah. I mean, that's that's pretty much it for me. Um, I am also still doing the Animal Crossing every day. Get a new, new couch? Hmm? Did you get a new couch or something? Is there anything Ooh, cool? Well, there's a new report? update coming out tonight. It's where, out now, um, according to the chat. Yeah, I think it dropped at nine. Um, the swimming and diving. You can go get your wetsuit at the Nook Shop mm. um, and you can swim and dive and find new sea creatures for your museum. My daughter came to me or this week. She said, Dad, they're going to let us swim in Animal Crossing. And I said, you could already do that in Animal Crossing. She said, no, you couldn't. I said, yeah, you did. You did it in the last <laughs> Animal Crossing. She goes, I didn't play the last Animal Crossing. Oh. I said, you did for 150 hours on 3DS. She goes, that was the last Animal Crossing? <laughs> I go, yeah. She's like, wow. we didn't have one on Wii U? Like, nope. No, we didn't. So well, she had, come- you had a festival. So I, I felt, I actually, there's a part of me <laughs> sure. that felt bad. Because I was like, did I just ruin her like excitement for <laughs> for like this new thing? She was so excited. I just killed the hype, man. I did. No, I, I think it's always welcome when they add new things to collect and new things to find. Um, I, I know swimming isn't like that new or that great, but like I'm always looking for new things for the museum. So yeah, it'll be fun. Something to do. I have been playing Clubhouse Games. I've been playing nice. it with Jack. We've been doing uh, billiards, billiards and Ooh. poker. We've been having mm-hmm. a lot of fun with that. And then I did set my score on golf. Got to 15 down. Dang. Should have been 16. Mm-hmm. I went for an eagle, threw it out of bounds, got a bogey. Oh, no. Are there online It could have easily been 16. I could have been 17. But I'll, take, but I'll take 15. Didn't. I'm not are sure if you guys remember that game? like can your score be compared to like other people I don't know like, globally? I don't think so I didn't see any I, I haven't seen probably not sure about that no I've seen people I've seen people I think the highest I've seen is actually 16 but I'm sure like I said I went for an eagle could have had it just missed mm-hmm. it and it went out of bounds that cost me two so my 15 could have been 17 and uh, I'm sure I could have played even other holes I think a perfect I think you can get 18 on this if you want to I think on the nine holes, you could go 18 under, like the perfect round. That, You'll get it. I, I haven't seen that yet, but uh, I definitely know that I could get 16. But uh, if you guys yep. remember, the first night I played, I was at 14. I was playing uh, with Sean and Garrett and, and Jace, and I was I was drinking. I was pretty drunk, and I got to 14 <laughs> only to bogey the last hole. And then <laughs> since then, I never got to 13 again, let alone 14. I played it for like two weeks. I was like... This is ridiculous. <laughs> it's like, I know that I've done this before. And then the other night I was playing with Jack and we got done playing uh, pool and I just clicked it over and I just knew it. I, I kind of felt it, you know, like at that feeling about five holes in, I was like, this is it. This is the one. Don't screw it up. So I got to 15. I brought a 15. Like I'm, I'm good at 15. Like I think that's going to be, you know, go out there and beat it, Shackers. Go get, <laughs> go get 16. Send me a screenshot. You can do it. I know you can. I'll do it. I'll do it right now. Contest. We should do that. Oh man, I miss our Mario Golf tournaments. I can't wait. For, I cannot wait to bring those back. We did like a full year of 3DS Mario Golf tournaments. Mm. Where I, I remember kept, that too. Yeah, okay. I kept posting codes like every other week. It was so fun. So fun. Oh my gosh, I have ideas going. 
Um, I have also got Urshifu over there in the Pokemon <laughs> DLC. Uh, Urshifu. I started playing Saturday and played it for like four hours and didn't do anything. I just walked around and started catching Pokemon. Started grinding out my Marowax and Cubones. I got to the point where I, I had a serious issue. I didn't have enough room in my party for the Cubones and Marowax plus the Urshifu and the Polyrath that I wanted to carry. And I was like, I don't know what to do. How many Cubones and Marowax do you have? Oh, no. Not enough. Okay. <laughs> like, so I've got regular <laughs> Cubone, regular Marowak. I've got Alolan Marowak, right? The Alolan, of course. I need all different kind of versions. The Alolan Marowak, by the way. It's legit. It mm-hmm. is amazing. It is so good. I like it better than the regular Marowak. Yeah. Who doesn't? It's awesome. So uh, I had a lot of fun with that. And I, I completed the towers. I, I evolved Urshifu, even though I didn't want to. Um, I have to find Hop or something. Jack told me Urshifu needed to be like 75 before I could finish. So he just kind of took the game and started. I was like, grind this out for me. So he started leveling him up and uh, I'm supposed to go find Pop. You could have been like me and accidentally used too many experience candy on it and level up to 90. <laughs> there you go. Well, I, and then that's the thing is like, I'm he's just my Pokemon grind now. I have like a Pokemon experience tool. <laughs> His name's Jack. I'm like, hey, <laughs> level these up for me. I'm going to give you two bucks, right? Put everybody <laughs> in the party up 10 perfect. levels. <laughs> there you it go. is perfect. It works out well for me. Um, let's get into this week in Nintendo. And today marks July 1st. And obviously, want to wish everybody a happy holiday weekend. Hopefully, you stay safe. Mask up. Don't blow your hands off. Those are two different things, right? Yeah. Don't, go, don't go out to the beach with people. Don't blow. Don't breathe other people's air, right? Don't blow your hand off where you have to then go to the hospital and breathe all the other people's air, right? So it's it's twofold. That'll be bad. <laughs> it's twofold. Be prepared this weekend, but I hope you have a, a good time. We are going to fire off some fireworks. I've got a, a box full of fireworks earlier, and nice. uh, we've got hot dogs and cheeseburgers to, to grill. You guys doing any fun things for the holiday? I wish I was. <laughs> I'm all alone right now. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Yeah, gonna like watch. Uh, what's what's a good July? What's a good Independence Day movie? I guess it would be Independence, Independence Day. Day yeah. yeah. And as I said that, I was like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Last of Us Part Two. That's that's oh. my fourth July game. Yes, that is the gr- the best way to spend. Is it any holiday? It's I game. don't know. I'm well, it is game, you, but not that one. You deserve, <laughs> you deserve to be happy, Garrett. <laughs> yeah, maybe not so much that one. We're gonna have to check in on them, right? Don't drink while you play. Don't drink while you play. Um, no I wanted to kick off this month's show with uh, just kind of a highlight some games that are coming out this month because if you uh you know if you read the blogs if you head over around like Nintendo's in dire straits right now there's no games to possibly play like everybody's just very upset uh no that's I'm I'm making a joke The Legend of Heroes Trials of Cold Steel 3 yep. Boy that's a name Garrett that is a title yeah. of a video game if I've ever Boy. seen one do you know the Legend of Heroes? No. In general? Oh, okay. I mean, like, I haven't played any of the games, so I don't want to be this huge expert or whatever, but the Legend of Heroes, it's it's a long-standing franchise from Falcom that, that has done a bunch of JRPGs since, I, I, I don't know, like the PS2, PS1 days? Um, I They have the Trails in the Sky series as well before Trails of Cold Steel, uh, and people love this franchise trails of cold steel is like persona esque, um, nice. but more in a high school, like in a medieval ish high school setting. Um, I think the combat's a little bit more dynamic than persona. It's not this just straight up, um, I don't know, turn based, uh, style. It's turn based still, but I feel like there's, there's like uh, positioning involved 
in where you like bind like like allies together to do combo attacks, um, which is cool. But again, this is the third entry of the series. You got to play the first two before you get into this one. And let me you tell you, it, yeah, yeah, you kind of have to because it's a story like sequel I gotcha. type of thing. And, yeah. and like you import saves too. Um, really? Like a hundred hours each game. Yeah, as I say, I know they're long, and I know yeah. that this one is reviewing well. This, re- yeah, yeah. No, everyone is just it's it's knocking out of the park. It's just you got to invest time. And Trails of Cold Steel Four, it's 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 been announced like last week. It's coming on Switch day out, but the first two are not on Switch, so you got to play it on PlayStation oh, Four or PC. When is Four coming out? Did I'm, they say? Uh, it's later this fall. Okay. Yeah. So. My cat's at the door. <laughs> he was upset. Um, how do you import saves if you can't play the other games? This one, um, so the third one is actually not as important to import saves. I remember that. Oh, okay. Some bonuses, but one and two are very interconnected. I gotcha. Mm-hmm. The first part of Minecraft Dungeons DLC is out now, the jungle expansion. Um, I bought it and played it on Xbox, got owned my first level. Garrett, I'm going to need, uh, I need to get, to get the crew together and somebody carry me through this thing. I need um, to finish that game. It's because I didn't do the, you know, I didn't do the end game. I, I ran through the final level, did my first one, and I didn't go through again. I didn't re-roll a character or anything like that. So I'm a little underleveled. I just need to Got level it. up a little bit, but it's fun. It was more expansive than I thought it would be, actually. It feels longer than the other levels, but maybe that's oh, just cool. my memory. But it's good. On the 7th, Catherine Full Body comes out. That is a fantastic game that I would absolutely be buying if it wasn't full price. So I'm going to yeah. wait a little bit for the price to come down because I have it. I have Catherine on Xbox, the last gen version. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Vigor comes out July 8th. Coach Mo approved. A little battle royale for you. It's a good is game. it a first person shooter or what is it? I think you can like, toggle. You can toggle. Okay. It's a toggle. I want to say I think you can go third person. I feel like I've seen people go third person when I've watched them play <laughs> it. I've only played it, like, I played it for like 20 minutes. Um, yeah. Basically, because Coach Mo played it so much, I want to see what it's like. But I've watched him play and I've watched a few other people play it. It mm-hmm. is quite good it's it's cool. that battle royale like PUBG thing but it has like this whole loot mechanic that makes it a little different right right so you can get in and get out without actually fighting anybody at all so the loot that you get out with safely you can use to upgrade your base and everything to like make your chances better the next time you go in so there is that whole kind of I'm not even here to like battle people type stuff to it and there's like a drop and I think it alerts everybody else when the drop comes in it's pretty good. I actually think it is pretty good. So if you're into the Battle Royale the online multiplayer, I want to mm-hmm. give it a chance. Crosscode arrives to Switch on the 9th. Rebecca. We've talked, I know, we've talked quite a bit about that one. Yeah, I think that one's up your alley. I think you might like I it know, quite I a bit. It. It's definitely cool. coming to Game Pass, Garrett. It's already on PC, so I'm nice. Nice. Game Pass good. Game Pass on PC. I, yeah. I saw that this game, like the completionist route's like 75 hours. Wow. And like the fast track That's is like 40. More than I thought. So 40. Jeez, I'm I didn't probably going to boot it up for a couple hours, check it out and turn it <laughs> off and never play it again. Cause that's, that's typically what I do with these types of games. No, I'll get it at some point. Cool. Bloodstained curse of the moon Two arrives this on the 10th. This was a surprise. Not only was it a surprise announcement, but surprises coming around so fast. Yeah. Right? They announced it and we're like, Oh, that's cool. I was like, oh, that'll be on Halloween. It's like, Nope, it's out in three weeks. So it's like, okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much <laughs> all these characters and, and it's 10 bucks or something like no, that. No, it's on oh. the 10th. It's on the 10th. I think oh. it's, it's 14. <laughs> July 10th. 15 yeah. bucks. Still, yeah. that's cheap. It's all not right. bad. The first yeah. one was good. Curse okay. of the moon. 
Not Blitz, yeah. not the other one. Curse of the Moon. Not the, yeah. not the other one. Don't do the other one. Deadly Premonition 2 also arrives on the 10th. And I'm just, my demeanor is shot. I just, just, I feel broken, guys. I've spent all this money and I can't, like, I can't, if I could cancel, I would. Like, mm. I'm really upset that I can't cancel. Um, it Where'd you order it from? On the eShop. Oh, okay. Yeah, I ordered it digitally. It's, it doesn't look great. Now, it's so funny because when you tell people it doesn't look great, what do they respond with? That's what Deadly <laughs> Premonition's supposed to be. It's supposed to look bad. That's the fun part. Yeah, it's not it's not fun. I I understood it. I was telling Kevin, I understood it like with the last one, right? The origins that I played. Mm-hmm. I gave it a pass because it was like a 15-year-old game. Right. You know, from two generations ago, and it was a cheap game when it was made. I was like, oh, I'm not gonna expect a whole lot now. This is a full price game, and it's you know, it's 2020. I didn't expect the world. It wasn't like I was like, it better be 4K60. That was never the expect- expectation. I wanted it to run well. Yeah. You know, like run yeah, as a, a normal game. This thing looks janky. But yeah. maybe the writing will save it. The writing saved the first one. The thing that I was actually, it's not even actually so much the performance, which looks terrible. Um, I was really hoping the navigation system in the game and like the map and everything would be better. It legit looks the same. Oh, man. And in the first one, I was playing the first one, I pulled up my Chromebook and had a map up so I could like direct myself with where to go because it's one of those like old school, you know, adventure games. You're supposed Mm -hmm. to just go find it. You know, there's not like no easy. And I'm at this point, I don't want to be doing that anymore in these games. I'm like, just tell me where to go. Just point me in the direction. All right. I ain't got time to walk and talk to all these 800 people to Mm -hmm. figure out that I'm supposed to go to the cemetery. So uh, I kind of used a, a little map guide last time. So I don't know. I'm going to play it. Of course, I already bought it. I'm going to play it. Mm-hmm. I'm just not looking forward to it. guys. <laughs> That's <laughs> like just... not something you should be saying about a game you're going to get. I'm so like non-hype. <laughs> I'm like less hype. I'm negative hype for a pre-order. It's, it's, gone, the, it's gone the other way. It. I already, I, it's done. It's done. I've you already pre-ordered. bought it. I pre-ordered like two months ago. It's done. It's completely done. There's nothing I can do about it. Okay. Keep so, your expectations extraordinarily low. <laughs> and and see where it goes from there. Maybe right. it, like I said, it might. Maybe because the first one, do you you guys never played this game, right? No, it's nuts, I, man. I it well he has an imaginary <laughs> friend he talks to. Like he sees things in his coffee. It's it's very Twin Peaks. <laughs> it's all this strange so stuff. Bad weird. It is, and that's why weird. the the cult following that loves it. They love it because it's so bad. And it's like when they made a sequel, they're like, oh, we have to make it like worse. Like we have to make it as bad as possible. <laughs> so weird. That's the impression that I'm getting from the gameplay that I watched the other day on IGN. I was like, this want. <laughs> looks terrible. It looks bad for like a PS2 game. What yeah. is, it's, it's like oh, it looks rough. Sci-fi oh. movies that they purposely make bad so people talk about them. Yes, this is actually you know, like uh, as a horror fan, I can appreciate that statement. There's a there's a huge cult following for B favorite horror movies. This is like an F, though. <laughs> like, like this is, we'll see, guys. We will see. Um, Story of Seasons, Friends of the Mineral Town comes Yo, on I'm the fourteenth. Really, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't uh, know you were into uh, those. So I I was really into Harvest Moon, A Wonderful Life. Um, And so there was always that like Friends of Minertown connection with that game um, since you could hook it up with, um, I think it was like the GameCube and the Game Boy Advance. Um, I never did it, but um, that was always a game that I wanted to play. And it's a remake of that game. Yeah. Nice. Caro's really excited. Caro's going to be happy. Hopefully she still listens. She'll be happy to hear that. I might get into it. I I don't know the reason I threw it in here. 
was fear that if I didn't, I might get yelled at. <laughs> this is a pretty big title for this. Um, it's, you know, it's a remake, but it's a pretty big one as far as remakes go for this month. Cool. Neon Abyss. That is from um, the was it the Worms team, right? What is it? What's their name? I have no idea. Mm, I, I saw the me. title and I'm like, mm, I've never heard of this game before. I want to say it, but I'm afraid I have it wrong. So I want to say it's a team 17. I don't remember. Um, it's the Worms team, and then they make a bunch of other games. I want to say it's Team 17. Garrett, can you fact check that on me for me? Yeah, sure. Um, but yeah, this is a kind of like, a, I would call it like a bullet hell type of game. It's like a strategy game. There's a demo up on the eShop, which I downloaded. I ain't got a chance to play it yet. There's like... Team 17, you're right. Ah, see, that was good. Um, yeah. Like rockets and bullets and things going everywhere. It's kind of crazy. It's uh, definitely kind of like, I, I think I pinged Jason on this game. I was like, you know, you, you might really be into this, but I'm going to try the demo. Give it a try. It looks pretty cool. Mm-hmm. The next game I don't think is on people's radar. It's a hashtag fun time. Have you ever heard about this Never. game? No, nope. I was yeah, I was confused about that one. It's a twin stick shooter that looks like Geometry Wars. <laughs> and as long <laughs> as people keep making them, I'll keep bringing them up on this podcast because I've bought like seven of them on Switch, and I'll just keep buying them because oh I love these types of games. It looks pretty good though. It looks pretty good. So if you guys haven't heard about it and you like those types of games, give it a look. Hashtag fun time. Before we culminate with Paper Mario, the Origami King. <laughs> On the 17th, the middle of the month, mm-hmm. game looks mm-hmm. great. Had a huge write-up in Game Informer this past week. Looks really good. It looks fantastic. I, I I don't know if I've been as excited to play a Paper Mario game as I am for this one, mm-hmm. to be quite honest with you. And that might be because it's the only thing on the horizon, f- first party. Very well could be it. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, like I bought Wii, I bought Wii U, I bought 3DS, I had Sticker Star, I've bought a lot of these. I usually do, just like I buy the Yoshi game and the Donkey Kong game and the Kirby game. Um, but they're always kind of like, I'll get it and play it because it's, you know, what they're releasing. This is actually like, oh, I can't wait to play this because I think it looks really, really good. That's I think good. it looks refreshing. Like kind They of presented new. it very well. Yeah. Like, I just think all of the bosses look so cute and creative. Like, the whole yeah, game looks, I mean, just really visually, designed, yeah. the whole game looks really, really good. But I'm, I'm really excited for the, very interesting. yes, I'm very interested for the battle style and like the new semi open world paths mm-hmm. and things like that. Like all of that, I'm like, this is different. This is new. And I want to, I want to see what it's like. And who knows? Maybe oh, it'll flop, but I think it looks great. You, Maybe. I mean, it's it's only the first. I mean, they could drop a demo. I was hoping that they would. I thought that they would. Um, mm-hmm. But, I mean, we're getting pretty we're close, getting close at this yeah. point. You would expect them if they were, they'd have to yeah. soon. Yeah. I don't see a demo happening. Maybe not until release. They might have a demo up. I feel like it's one out. of those games that will randomly get a demo like a year after it comes out. That's true. There are a lot of <laughs> Nintendo does that a lot of times. Kind of game that would get something like that. Mm-hmm. Yep. And a lot of people don't even recognize it. They're just like, hey, do you know there's a demo? It's yeah. arms as a demo now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they do that. They do that. So, um, out of these games or any other that I might have missed that are making your list, or anything on your radar for this month that you are looking forward to playing? You absolutely scraped the bottom of the barrel. I don't. I do not see any other games nope. <laughs> coming coming up in this month. Um, very definitely excited for Paper Mario, though. I I'm I might pull the trigger. That's close Ooh. to my birthday. It might be a birthday present to myself. Ooh. When you do it, I'm going to go back and get the, the, the cut section where you're like, I'm not getting this game day one. <laughs> I'm going to come back and put it back in. You, you know how I am. I, I buy into the hype like 24-7. Hey, that's all of us. That's, that's just yeah. how that's how it works. 
you fight the good not. fight, right? It's just like me. It's like I'm not getting a PlayStation Five. Exactly. I'm not getting a PlayStation Five. <laughs> I told you I'm not buying a Series X. I don't. How I many don't people do you think have that written down? Donnie says <laughs> he's not kidding. <laughs> like, we all know. We all know. I will eventually get one for sure. Um, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? Rebecca. Yeah, Story of Seasons and CrossCode definitely on my radar. Not sure if either of them will be day one. It kind of depends on what else you know I'm playing and doing this month. Um, but I, I do have interest in both of those. Cool. cool. And who knows? We'll get some surprise, you know, announcements or a drop or or some indies. You know, there's a lot of things I don't really see a whole lot coming out after the 17th, and I'm sure there'll be some games that'll fill in there. So. Next week, Devolver Digital will hold their direct. I honestly can't tell you how excited I am to see that. <laughs> and then the Ubisoft will have their Ubisoft Forward presentation, which is their replacement for their E3 shows. These are happening next weekend, Saturday the 11th and Sunday the 12th, respectively. And I just wanted to go over if we had any hopes for games that we might see from those conferences. Like with the lack of no Nintendo news, I think a lot of people might be hoping you know, that some of these other companies and these other events kind of fill in a little, um, which I am looking forward to at least a few announcements from both of these two. But I want to start with Devolver because I feel like both of you don't seem to be Devolver folks to me. I play Hotline Miami. Oh, of course. That's like, the big one. Down well. Okay. I, I, I enjoy digital Devolver games when I get my hands on them. Nice. For sure. Awesome. Um, there's totally wacky games. Have you ever watched one of their directs before? Yes, they. I feel like I'm going through acid like 20 times when I ever see that, and and I love the host too. The host it does a fantastic job with that. Um, so the last like direct. video direct they had, they had the CEO of the company Nina like die. Mm-hmm. She got on the stage, got angry, <laughs> died. They took her to the hospital. They try to like revive her, then they try to rebuild her as like a robot. They have. <laughs> All the other people, there's things I love about Devolver is their entire, their last digital direct, their entire show was basically like a mockumentary of, of E3. It was like a mockumentary of E3 and a mockumentary of directs. They're basically just mocking the video game industry across the board, just up and down. And it's absolutely hilarious. And uh, it's definitely mature and it's definitely adult. This is not something you sit down and watch with the kids, folks. So uh, don't don't do it thinking you're tuning in to see any Mario type stuff. It's not not that type of not that type of conference. Um, Dev and I have streamed the last two. Mm. Last year's we streamed the Devolver Digital like late night event where we had chickens wrestling sandwiches and stuff like in a ring. Like we watched it and they had like these stupid little games on the screen. They were like, click the thing, click it. And like the little thing would pop up and you'd click it and try to get like a code and stuff. It was absolutely bonkers. Shenanigans is all Devolver Digital is, is incredibly insane fun and shenanigans. So I am looking forward to their event. I think most Mm-hmm. just for the event. The event's definitely going to be exciting. Yeah. Uh, and I will hope to stream it with Dev. We haven't actually connected on that, but I would just I just assume that we will. We have the last two. So I assume we'll get back together and do it again. Um, together, yeah. Do either of you have any games that you're hoping to see at the Devolver show? I have no idea. Okay. That's, that's the one thing. I, I don't know any specific game. Like what could possibly be? Carrion. Carrion. Yeah. a game that they showed last year at their stage show. I was expecting, if you would ask me, if, if if all things were equal and fair, I would have told you that Carrion would have been at the Nintendo Direct at E3 and would have released that day. That oh, would have wow. easily been my prediction. I think I told it to them in January. They were like, hey, what do you want to see from us this year? And I was like, Carrion 
out on Switch, out now. Um, it's a game where you play the monster. So, right. yeah, you think about uh, like Stranger Things, you're the Demogorgon. And Ooh, you go awesome. through and you kill all the people and yeah, and you collect them and you get bigger and uh, it's all Devolver. <laughs> and, you know, it's that, that style, that look. So mm-hmm. I would hope to hear from that game. If not, I would hope to predict that it's out that day. Maybe it's not. I know they're doing demos, so maybe it's not ready yet, but maybe there's a demo out that day. But this game has been in the hopper for a couple of years now, so I'd expect it to be soon. I sh- saw it on the showcase. I think the Gorilla Collective oh, showed yeah. it off. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's yeah, been making the rounds for a while. The other game that I'm pretty sure I think has PlayStation exclusivity is Fall Guys. It's super bright and colorful, cartoony, like multiplayer type game. And it just screams Switch. But I'm pretty sure the only thing it's been announced for is PlayStation and PC. So they must have some sort of marketing agreement. Mm-hmm. And then the last one that I have is Disc Room, which is kind of like this um, Super Meat Boy type of adventure puzzle game where you enter a room that has a ton of saw blades going around crazy and you try not to die while you yeah you forgot the puzzles and dodge them and stuff like that so those are just three games from devolver and i'm sure we will see you know a lot more yeah a handful of others that we've never heard of and stuff before but um devolver's been i would actually make the case that devolver has been one of the best partners on switch if you're talking about the the amount of games that they have and the quality because they've got you know ape out and hotline miami collection and stuff like when they bring games to switch they're typically like i think cult hits like they're good you know they're good and they're always on sale too yeah they also do that they do that quite a bit as well so yeah and then several of them game of the year list for me i think the mm-hmm. last actually i think the last three years i've probably had a devolver game on every one of them oh wow. so it's pretty you know it's good good quality stuff all right mm-hmm. let's get into the meat and potatoes that you guys probably really want to talk about <laughs> ubisoft forward garrett do you think yeah. we see Switch games at the Ubisoft show? I, I think I think you know my answer. I do. Yes. Mario plus Rabbit's Kingdom Battle 2. Come on. I we feel want like it. it's gonna happen, to be honest. I feel like it's gonna happen. I don't I just I don't, I don't know. Do you think do you think they would announce that there and not That's let Nintendo my issue. do it? Well, so, they did with the first one. They but, did. But Nintendo yeah. was there. That's well, like yeah. the difference, right? They announced the first one at Ubisoft stage show oh, I do with that. Miyamoto on this, like Miyamoto. on the stage. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. like I was, that was going to be my only resistance that I offered you is I don't think Nintendo is going to allow somebody else to announce a game with their characters. If they're not involved, that doesn't mean they're not involved. They could mm-hmm. be involved, but with everything that's going on and stuff like that, I just question if they are, I don't know. I don't know. That. I just from Nintendo statement of third parties, let you know let you introduce and announce your games at your respective conventions sure. like, they I'm might have given up on it all hands on deck now or maybe that- they do like a direct thing where they throw it to miyamoto who's you know like we yeah. have him at his house with watch him have four big screens like mm-hmm. it's more big screen tvs than sakurai becomes <laughs> like, like a or- weird flex yeah, exactly. he's got more um but yeah i mean they, there's definitely ways around it but that's the only thing that i've heard a lot of people say that we ourselves have talked about it on this show previously, and that's the only thing in my head is like, well, then I would expect them to be involved somehow, and maybe mm-hmm. they are. I would love to see a tweet from them like the day before, like, hey, yeah. come check out Ubisoft 4 tomorrow. If they did that, you would know. I feel yeah. like you have to know. Yeah. Like, what else would it be? <laughs> Star Fox. Star, uh, yeah, Star Fox is a big, yeah. maybe. I mean, if you're asking me what else would it be, yeah, it would be a Star Fox okay. game that they're making on a Starlink. There you got Starlink, so I mean, which would excite the absolute 
bejesus out of me actually like yeah, they were like this is a legit a full-blown Star Fox game yeah i mean that's what starlink should have been in the first place yeah it would have been better if it was so yeah yeah if they did that i'd be all like i don't know i think i might be more excited for that actually if there was if that was if that ended up being true but i think you're right i think that makes a lot of sense i would expect look i know just dance will be announced for switch so like there's at least one game and it's coming to the wii (laughs) they'll have at least one game announced for it but i would hope that they have more than one um Mm -hmm. i know another one that they're gonna have rebecca do you have any that you're hopeful for i want to see a new um rayman uh game good games it has been a while yeah and rayman legends did really well yes Mm -hmm. very much i think it's time the ones that i wrote down first and foremost gods and monsters which is going to be renamed um it's it was it's Project codename is Orpheus. Now, the demo for this that was played at E3 last year accidentally leaked on Stadia a few weeks ago, and people for about an hour could play it. Like, and, uh, so wow. I, I've watched some gameplay of it. It was a super early build. It was the E3 build, so it wasn't like polished or anything like that. But mm-hmm. for an early build from a year ago, I mean, a lot of it was there. <laughs> the world was there. The geometry was there. A lot of, the, I mean, it looks it looks great actually. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think it's going to be called Orpheus. I think they, uh, I did think they announced that. It's not going to be called Orpheus. That's the code name, but it will have a name change. So they okay. will call it something else. Um, that is the Assassin's Creed Odyssey team that are making a Odyssey Breath of the Wild-ish game. That's it so has cool. Breath of the Wild like climbing mechanics, like stamina systems. <laughs> yeah. And this is definitely, for those of you that haven't heard about this game, you need to look it up because I have been so hot to trap from the moment I've seen it. This is mm-hmm. way up my list, and this is one game that I've, I, 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 I'm, I'm going to wait to see what it looks like when it, like I want to see what the differences is, like what's the downport to Switch, right? How much does it change? Because if it's good, if it's 1080p, if they can get good on Switch, I'd rather buy it there. Because if it is like a Breath of the Wild experience, I think I'd play it more that way on the go. Mm-hmm. So I, I just have a lot of questions, but I'm pretty sure we'll see it. We can almost guarantee we will see that game next week. Isn't the art style kind of Breath of the Wild? It is. Yeah, it's got it's that like style. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I don't see it downplay on the Switch then with that kind of art I style. I hope so. I mean, I, it's not going to be 4K, right? Well, of course not. Right. So right. I, but I'm it's just going to look good. I, I think it's going to look good. I hope so. Style. Yeah. I hope so. And then uh, the other one was Roller Champions. You remember that from last year's E3 show? I have no idea. It I was think like, so. That sounds familiar. It was like this roller derby cartoon esque multiplayer game that also had like a. I'd say like they had a ball or a battle or something. Vibes. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay, the one. I well, I think when they announced it, I was like, yeah, that's the Ubisoft switch game. It's like every year Ubisoft has like one Nintendo game. That doesn't look like that. Yet? Nope. Nope. It's gone oh. quiet. All of their games went quiet. That's the look. I kind of made it as a joke, but hands down the best prediction I've ever made in all of my years of podcasting was live on air watching the Ubisoft show last year when I said it's all going to be delayed. I was like, all of it. It's all going to be delayed. And they literally did. Like, two months later, they delayed every part of it. Not one game has come out. They delayed the entire show a year. So, that's pretty crazy. And then the other thing that I wrote down was possible rabbits or Star Fox integration. So, yeah, Mm -hmm. I hope you're right, Garrett. I would be really, really excited for Mario Rabbids Kingdom Battle 2. And uh, this is the year for it to celebrate all this Mario stuff that's coming down. And all the Mario. Get all the Mario. I'd be very very excited 
Um, Nintendo held a financial Q&A this past week with uh, President Furukawa, touched on a number of topics. So I'll read them real quick. He's upset about the stock, right? They've had switch shortages since this thing has got going. So he's like, look, we're sorry. We've ramped up production. Uh, it was interesting. The thing that I thought was interesting from the interview, he said that their production stopped in February. They just stopped making completely. So that's interesting. I don't, I'm not actually sure if I've ever, if I can recall like a story that happened that stopped the production of an entire like, you know, system console. Um, but they got back up in March and they're open to have, you know, and I've seen actually, I get all the Wario alerts, I get all the Nibel yeah. alerts, all the, yeah. It's more frequent. Yeah. Switches yeah. have been yeah. coming in and out of stock all week long. So that does seem to like, it's starting to get back on track. Mm-hmm. This is the interesting one. He apologized for any inconvenience the customers may be having with Joy-Con controllers. Oh my gosh. And I think it's interesting because they currently have an ongoing class yeah. action lawsuit. They do. They have and, a few, I think. Yeah, so he didn't go as far as saying, I don't even actually think he said Joy-Con, but he was asked about the Joy-Con and he was like, mm-hmm. we are sorry if you had an issue with any of our products. This and guy. we are, but he said he, they're working on making it better. I wonder if we could get like a Joy-Con 2.0 or Joy-Con Motion Plus type thing. Do you think so? Or maybe a sturdier Joy-Con. Or maybe like, they Joy-Con phase out Joy-Cons. Like, that would be really... I remember how they did that with the Wii, and then you had to the buy... The new like, Joy-Con. Oh, don't even say that. And then you have to have them to play Skyward Sword HD. Like Breath of the Wild 2.0. You got it. Oh, my gosh. No, no, no. I didn't even buy no. a Wii, like a Bosch Plus. They wouldn't like go the, that far. I think they would just... More mad than not doing anything at all. I think they would just release a new model and phase yeah. out the old ones. Yep. I, that's what I hope. Are they still doing the free repairs in the United States? They closed down for COVID, and they, I don't think they've reopened yet. I haven't heard anything. But they will and continue now, doing them because of the lawsuit. Like, once they reopen, yeah, they're, yeah. they're not going to stop okay. doing that. And now my Joy-Cons for my Switch, got it. On my left one, Joy-Con issue, or, or drift issue. This hurts it, me every time. It, it goes left. Did you try the contact cleaner? No, I haven't tried anything. It, yet. Tried it really does work. I'm going to break it apart. Don't do that. Don't. Get the contact cleaner. Get on Amazon. It's like six dollars. Okay. Electronic contact whatever cleaner. Okay. Pull the thing. Spray it it in there. Spin it around a few times. Pop it back on and see what happens. Honestly. Mm -hmm. Okay. Sounds good. I had one one time I thought it was messed up. I did that and it fixed it right away. And it's not a permanent fix, but you can do it over and over. Like you can probably do it and then like a couple months go by and then just do it again if it starts acting up. Mm, I've only. I hate this because I've only had one issue, but I have like 15 Joy-Con and I always feel like I'm not doing something right. <laughs> I, I think it's Smash. All you guys out here playing Smash like crazy ruin no, the Joy-Con. No, we controller. Come on. Why are we playing <laughs> on a Joy-Con with Smash? Yeah, I don't know. I, I definitely do feel left out. I've never had the drift. I had one controller with the stick that was messed up, but that was because Jack's friend tried to put the grip reverse and he just shoved oh, it in there. He just forced it. So it like oh. it like bent the rail off. <gasps> and at some point the stick just it was it worked, but there was definitely like a ridge when I would move it. You could feel like it was rolling over something. Oh. So I replaced the stick myself. It wasn't that hard. But I'm not trying to tell people that they shouldn't be upset. They should be. I just I don't have it. I have tons of Joy-Cons. I have zero you, drift. I'm gonna be honest, Donnie, you probably have it on some of the controllers but just don't know it because it's mm. apparent in more games than others and um i didn't notice mine until i was actually playing um i think i first noticed it 
It was either in Let's Go Eevee, where my character started moving by itself, or it was actually Tetris 99, where um, it it was very sensitive with moving Mm -hmm. um, the Tetris blocks. So I was thinking I would have noticed in Animal Crossing or golf, like golf on the clubhouse. I would imagine mm -hmm. that the the cursor would start moving. Because I think it depends on the sensitivity for each game. Oh, okay. So like Tetris 99, where it's a very sensitive game, has the very precise movements. Um, I couldn't play that at all with the Joy-Con. That's when I I realized that mine had the problem and I didn't know, well, how long has my Joy-Con been doing this? I got you. So. Yeah, when I've seen people like post on YouTube, I've seen little characters literally just start walking off. Yeah, and I've yeah. never experienced that yeah. at all. That's what mine's After doing. Start walking. I yep. move right, and it moves left. Mm-hmm. That's oh, what no. it's doing. But yeah. the other games, it wouldn't do it. So I think it does. Like you might not even notice it on hmm. certain games. I also had the, I played Let's Go with the Pokeball. I've never had yeah. it on my light. I play my light. I actually really haven't played my actual Switch Joy Cons in months. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> I've there played you go. All on my light. Basically, since I've gotten it, with the mm-hmm. exception of like, I'll throw something on the Switch if I want to see it on the TV, like mm-hmm. Xenoblade. Like, well, how good does it look? And I put it up. I'm like, not it that so great. I'm going to put it back. No, it doesn't. <laughs> it's not that great. Um, and then this was also interesting and kind of will lead us into our final topic of news. Nintendo believes that Nintendo Directs are an especially effective means of conveying new game content and announcements of fans. However... More effective means may become available in the future. Hmm. It's an interesting thing to say, isn't it? Okay, so I, I think I've read this statement before. I didn't realize it was in this way. I've I've heard it as if there was another option that was better in the future, we would take advantage of it. That's, That's like what I, how announcing trailers on Twitter has been really effective lately. Yeah, yep. out of nowhere. And Check out this game. It. Mm-hmm. coming out july and that works really really well when you don't have a whole lot to say like if you're just going game by game at a time right and you kind of you know you kind of starve everybody for something and you throw something else out everybody will jump on it if you've got to show four or five things in a shorter period of time i'm not sure how well that works right uh, well yeah that's true they kind of did it well i mean i know it's a little bit different but they had the whole week where it felt like they had a bunch of little things like the Pokemon direct mm-hmm. smash. Mm-hmm. Or, like they, they have, they, they do what they want. Yeah, I agree. Garrett, I agree with you. That's exactly how I took it the first time too. I expect that that's exactly what it means. Just if there was a better way, they'd be open to it. But I thought it was interesting. I definitely thought it was interesting because I, I continue to give Nintendo a lot of credit. I mean, they led the way on this. You remember mm-hmm. the amount of just hate, that they got oh, Nintendo's yeah. leaving E3. They they don't so want to compete black. with PlayStation. I mean, the blog and journal sites had a field day with Nintendo when they were like, "Yeah, we're not going to do it anymore." And then now, years <laughs> now later, everybody does it. I mean, they were so way now that out everyone's in front. Doing it, Nintendo's like, "We got to come up with something new." We're not going to do that anymore. <laughs> watch them watching me like next year. We're, we're going to have a stage show in California. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to have masks on, sanitizer everywhere. But the thing is, like, they won't they won't do a live show. They'll find something new that we're going to be like, what? Like, why would they do it that way? But then it'll work and we'll love it. And then everybody else will realize, oh, yeah, that is a good idea. And then they'll do it because that's what always happens. Well, I actually think in Nintendo's case, um, it's, it's definitely not that Xbox and PlayStation fans aren't fervorous. But the Nintendo, like, core customer seems to go a little further out of their way. 
to track and find this kind of stuff. Maybe that's mm-hmm. my experience talking like out of bias, but I don't think so. Cause I remember like what happened the internet when Nintendo posted a picture of Mario looking out from behind a curtain. <laughs> and I don't think if anybody else Everyone posts that same crazy. picture, if that picture's out there with Master Chief, I don't <laughs> think we see the same amount of fervor. It's like there is definitely something. It's probably just nostalgia based, but there's something a little, it's almost Disney esque. There's just something about it when Nintendo does it. It kind of just reverberates a little bit more than I think. And it, it's not more, it's just, it's different, really, right? Cause, you know, mm-hmm. Sony shows The Last of Us, like the internet still goes crazy. Mm-hmm. It's just different. It's different how they do it. I actually think, you know, Nintendo could put up like, I don't know, like an Etsy page with teasers or something. And Nintendo fans would find it and lose their minds. Like it's mm-hmm. just, it's just different like that. Right. And I, I think they're not, it might, it might even be like they're not exactly like conditioned to expect the same kind of thing. There's almost, they expect it to be different. So they kind of seek it, I think. Expect it to be unique. Yeah. In a way. Yeah. I guess so. I don't know. Like uh, Nintendo, do what you want to do. As long as you keep bringing in games that I enjoy, I'm fine with that. Hmm. And and I think, you know, from this point, I think Kevin has a really great point. They they have not officially announced any games in fall. Nope. And and still not have. And I'm I'm wondering, you know, we can get into the news like like right now about the direct. Um We can. Yeah. I actually have some some from some quotes from Kevin that I wanted to read. Mm-hmm. Um, to kind of set up my own case, so I reached out to him. Um, but yeah, as you said, there are direct rumors in the air. Those pesky Nintendo mm-hmm. direct rumors are back. Uh, I caught wind of this yesterday, and I started following some stuff. It seems to come, as far as I can track, from an account called Kelios FR, a webmaster for the French Pokemon site, whom is also credited for tipping the March direct in a reply to Jeff Grubb, who writes for VentureBeat. Jeff Grubb is also basically like the sayer of all things non-E3 right now. I feel like that's very recent. It like, is, yeah. He, he came out of nowhere. Kind of. About, about this E3 s- uh, summer mess that yep. came He decided year, so. to calendar him. and chronicle all of this. He was also early on the Xbox stuff. Mm-hmm. He predicted that they had a June event. He told everybody that it was delayed. Um, so he's he has a good track record with all this. Um, they replied to him saying, hey, you forgot the Nintendo Direct later this month. That claim was then and like tongue in cheek though, like it could have been that definitely that claim was backed up by an admin over at Reset Era who's also had some history with being able to leak some things. So people are starting to wonder, is it possible? Now, Jeff Grubb went on the Nate the Hate podcast for an hour to talk Nintendo, which I listened wow. to. Because I follow Jeff Grubb, and and I have for quite some time. And I think he's a really funny person, by the way. If you're looking for a, a video game journalist to follow, he's a really good pick. Because um, mm-hmm. all of his stuff kind of comes off a little cheeky. And uh, he always tends to make it a little exciting. It's not so, it's not like as political, right, or derogatory. Mm-hmm. It's it's always kind of funny. Um, so I, I've always enjoyed his, his kind of style of tweeting out news. And uh, I listened to it, and he doesn't believe that it's happening in July, just for what, you know, he was like, I know they said that. He's like, I don't think it's going to happen. He did go as far as saying, I'm not saying it can't. He Mm. just seems to think that it's happening in August. And the reason, his reasoning for saying that was he was backing it up with Nintendo's culture, being a Japanese company, how they were away from their offices for a long time. And he said he spoke to some third-party devs on kind of the news that, Nintendo shared with him. So Nintendo reached out, I think in May, letting other folks know like, Hey, we're not going to do this in June. 
So if you have a, if you want to make your announcements without us, go ahead. So that's how he got the word that the June Direct was off because other people started confirming to him. So he went to them and asked them. And apparently these directs, uh, at least working with Nintendo, take some time to put together, like some real time. It's not like you know, they don't shoot a couple videos and get an editor and put it together in a week or something like that. Mm-hmm. He's like, they might work on these things for three or four months. I, isn't that, I'm, that's pretty, um, like, I, isn't that pretty common knowledge? That, like, do, I remember Sakurai saying that it was months, like he was um, talking months in advance for his uh, Smash presentation. I thought all directs were kind of Was like it just month. the direct or actually getting ready to have the presentation for like Min Min or another character ready, like the Smash part know. of it? I don't know. I think, he, I, I, think I think it was a presentation. Was like I mean, weeks in advance, though. It like, doesn't surprise me. But I've actually yeah. never thought of how much like legal and agreements might have to be put in place with if you're roping in these indie Other partners and yeah. third party developers. Yeah. There's NDAs like you can't talk about what we're showing. We can't talk about. So he was like, they haven't really been in their offices. They're just getting back. He's like, if they had it ready for July, I would be shocked. I think that's probably safe. <laughs> and not that sounds that, about right. I can't really see something like that happening like a week before Paper Mario comes out and then everyone's talking it. Like give that the time yeah. to shine before we move on to other stuff. Yeah, no, I, I would agree. So I, I still don't I don't think it's happening. You know, like that was a uh one of the things I put down is do we think it's possible? Not really. I'm expecting August. Um just yeah. personally I'm expecting that we'll hear something from them in August. But that doesn't mean I don't expect that we'll have some news from Nintendo. I do mm-hmm. think yeah, little trailers, little yeah. They're gonna make a game announcement um, by the end of the month, and I'm pretty sure I think it's gonna be Pikmin. You think it's gonna be Pikmin? This yeah, month? I do. I think it's gonna be Pikmin mm-hmm. Three Port, and I wouldn't be surprised if that port is coming in August or early September. Yeah, September. It might be a fast turnaround because, and I and I say that again from this podcast. If you go listen to it, one of the things they said was apparently that game was submitted certification in like April. They're like really? they have been sitting on Pikmin forever. He's like, I don't know why they haven't announced it <laughs> and it wasn't just him it was multiple people and they all like apparently it's like they all know they're like waiting yeah. for a rainy day they're like it's totally happening like pikmin is totally happy he's like i don't know why they haven't released it yet he's like i don't know maybe they they want to give you know paper mario all this he's like or maybe they're just away and they're just not focused on it because they are writing that sweet sweet animal crossing wave you know like that's true you know as that's much success. as folks like in our discord and stuff like where's nintendo right they really don't need to be anywhere like they're doing just great like they can't they don't have consoles to sell so that's true isn't it still breaking records in japan right now yes (laughs) it definitely is it's didn't i hear it's about to i just i read something today i can't remember what it is off the top of my head but like it broke some milestone it's projecting to pass ps4 new was that i think that was it no not consoles sold not even close no, projecting. Oh, like, okay. You mean like it's, it's on pace? Faster. Yeah. Gotcha. But I also read something yeah. in the same thing about Animal Crossing breaking some kind of record for oh, Japan. Really? I, it was something. New Horizons has forever changed my opinion on Animal Crossing's yes. place in the Nintendo pantheon of games. <laughs> yes. I mean, I knew I knew a lot of people were going to show up for it because it's been so long. And I still give you know the pandemic a lot of credit that people are like out mm. there with games and it got you know a social viral wave. Even if you had told me those factors, I wouldn't have guessed. Like, that's yeah, how far it's out. big. Yeah, it's exceeding all any expectation I could have ever had for it. It's blown up. It also captured the regular person, the non-video game yep. person. And that, that's what really... And all that's of, 
huge. That is huge. Yeah. All of Victoria's friends, like they want to play with her at church. Mm-hmm. When they get on their web calls, they all talk about it. They want switches. They can't get them. And it's just for one game. Mm-hmm. Not any of them say anything about Cart or Breath of the Wild or Clubhouse Games. Nobody gives a crap about Mario. It is just Animal Crossing. Mm-hmm. All they want to do is go to each other's towns and hang out. That's it. <laughs> That's all they want to do. It's mm-hmm. blowing my mind. So, yeah, I expect by the end of the month, we will hear some news. I don't think we're going to go two or three weeks after Paper Mario without something to lead us on to the next breadcrumb. Mm-hmm. So, I think they will announce it. And I think it will be a port. August. So, and I'll go out and say it's going to be the Pikmin based off that that interview that I listened to. Um, Lowell asks, if we had a Nintendo Direct this month, what would be your dream one more thing mm. announcement? And I wanted to open this up, if you guys will let me, to bring in Kevin here. Okay. I really wanted Kevin to be available for tonight's podcast because I, I, I think Kevin's, um, Kevin's concerns that he's brought up are valid. Garrett, you're absolutely yep. right. I absolutely understand it. Right now, we have one first-party title on the docket from Nintendo from here through the rest of the year, and that is Paper Mario. And normally, you would expect more from a publisher. I give them a little bit of the pass. Like, I give everybody a little bit of the pass for what we're going through right now. But that doesn't mean that they couldn't announce it, right? Mm-hmm. Like, they could announce it and just let you know that something's coming. Um, but I did want to reach out to him because there's a lot of rumors of what we think is going to be announced when this directive inevitably happens, right? We've mm-hmm. said it on this podcast a bunch of times that Mario All-Stars 3D games, whatever, that's, I feel like that's happening. Um, mm-hmm. Jeff Grubb talked about it and talked about what you could expect about it on that podcast too, especially the Mario 64. He said it wasn't going to be remade. So if you had any, like, it's going to look like Odyssey and it's not. Mm. He said it is going to be like Turok. It's going to be brighter. They're going to redo the HUD. They're going to redo all the menus. It's going to be HD, but it's going to have the same art style, right? It's going to stop. I like like that, actually. Yeah, that polygonal, it's going to stay the same. And then the other games, right? Sunshine, and it's going to have the HD updates and all that stuff, too. He expects them to come in a collection. I feel like we have all the evidence in the world to say that that's happening. I feel like Rebecca's gonna like she's cringing. Is it gonna go all at once though? Like that collection's like here you go. I think that's their. I see. Here's the thing. I think that's their fall game. Like that's their big game. List all the games. It's 64 Sunshine Galaxy Galaxy. is in there and 3D World. Nope, 3D World will be separate separate. port. Okay, so those three. Uh, Okay, so I think that's their big game. Um, and I know that I feel like. There, I doubt. Oh, wait, I don't want to say I feel. I know that there are some nostalgic people that are really excited about this. Of course, I know me and Sean Capri are totally excited for that. We take all the money. I also know that there are other people that are like, really, ports of these old games. It's all Mario. Mm. Like they want something else. They want something new. And I know Kevin is that person. So I wanted to give him some time to say it. So I asked him. I said, I'm going to say this today. I'm going to set you up like this. You tell me what it is you were hoping to see. What you think. You know what you want. Here's what he said. It's too early for Zelda, so I say let's bring back Splatoon. Let's get a new entry, <laughs> throw in a battle royale, royale mode to spice it up. Cool. We're trying. He said, I'm trying to think of a way they could surprise us. Maybe some sort of Mario sport. Golf would be great. Or then let's get weird. Let's throw a Wario game in the mix. WarioWare or plat- <laughs> platformer featuring him and Waluigi. I was actually kind of taken back because I expected him to reach higher. I was expecting him to say something like much grander because uh, here, but that's reasonable. Those are it all is reasonable. 
I disagree with the Splatoon, but I think every like I think that's the rest of it's safe. Those are reasonable. So I want to shape this. I want to take Little World's question and shape it this way. If for the rest of the year we got Pikmin port, Pikmin three, mm-hmm. Mario port, Mario three D World, this Mario All Stars collection, whatever you think you want to call it, if that's all we get from first party releases. With the other third-party stuff we know we got, right? We got Apex, we got No More Heroes, uh, Pokemon DLC. Is that enough? Or are you underwhelmed? I need to see the presentation of it before I give a call. But for now... Just a face value. I think a little underwhelmed. Okay. I I think so. I think, uh, you know, I I, I think Nintendo's been knocking out of the park for the past couple years. I know they need a break this year. Um, but not showing off at least one Nintendo sequel or one Nintendo game that's not a remade HD port or whatever. I don't know. It just it just seems like it was a little lackluster for especially for a holiday season. What would put it over the top if you could have one more thing that would make it worth worth it for you? Do you know what um, it is? I would like very similar to Fire Emblem where they did um Crap, I, I'm forgetting the second game that they did after Fates. Um, but they, they did a... No, no, they didn't. No, I'm talking about the 3DS. Um, crap, what is it called? Echoes. Echoes, sorry. Yes, yes. You said um, no, and I was like, I'm sure it's Heroes. And then you said Echoes. I was like, no, it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> Echoes is the one. I would love them to do a reimagination, new art style of a classic Fire Emblem game. Okay. And that's me. That's just me because that's my genre. And, and you know, how, Donnie, the Mario games are for you. This is this is my bread and butter. Sure. That's sure. what I would love. Okay. So. For me, those would be three new Mario games that I have never played before. So I feel like mm. I'm in a different Ooh. boat than most people. That would pre- be a pretty darn good year for me um, because I would get them if they were all packaged together in a $60 bundle. That's a heck of a deal for me. Um Pokemon Snap is probably going to come out. Um, I don't think it's this year. You don't think so? I don't. They said coming soon. I think that means spring. I'm going to slot Pokemon Snap into the Yoshi window. But Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's still a possibility. And the reason Um, I say that really is um, I don't think they're going to drop Snap over top of the DLC. I very much expect they'll make the DLC a thing and then repackage Shield and Sword and resell it. Ooh, mm-hmm. you do. Of course. Like I do. with the DLC. Yeah, yeah I can of see course. happening. I could. And that'd be like the Pokemon for the fall. Yeah, you're right. Um, yeah, I think I'm I'm in a different boat than most people. I would be very happy with the um three Mario in one collection. Um, um but I think for most people it would be underwhelming. Um like we are due for a new like reboot of something like uh like he was talking about i personally i think it would be really awesome to see a mario kart 9 at some point soon Mm -hmm. um we are way overdue for a new mario kart there's lots of reasons why i don't think that will happen on the switch but i would be over the moon for it it's good what if they threw in metroid prime oh yeah yeah that's how i was thinking i think a lot of people would be happy about that do you because i still see it so here's here's the ultimate here's the point that i'm going to be here anyway I already told you guys I like point part ports, so I'm not going to spend too much time going over, you know, my my like or dislike for ports. But it's interesting because I feel like folks are like, "Oh, I don't want any of these ports," but I think they're saying that because it's ports of games they don't want. Mm-hmm. If it was ports of games that they did want, then all of a sudden I think you turn them over. 
And and I just wanted to make that point because I don't think we're getting like we're we're not getting Breath of the Wild. We're not getting Metro Prime Four. Right. We're not getting any of these big new games. I don't think they're there. There are a lot of people who haven't played any of the Metroid Prime games or maybe only played the first one who might have some interest in Prime 4 but want to play the other ones before it mm-hmm. comes out. Oh, yeah. I think that's where that hype would be. I think there's a ton of smoke to believe that that port is already, that they have an HD Prime somewhere. Yeah. I don't know if it's the whole collection or not. I hope it is. But, yeah, I, I think that... better that, be the trilogy. Yeah, I think that port be. is there somewhere for them to use. Oh, I hope. But I'm just trying to make that point that if you there, there is no big new game, like can anybody be happy? And if it, this is a, you know, I want I also want to kind of frame this this way. I've been saying all year, you guys know this, you're my co-host, that I thought that this might be, you know, one of their lesser years as opposed to their their peak years. I've been saying mm-hmm. this is a valley. We've had peaks, and this is going to be a valley year that bridges us to the next to the next peak. If their peak year is Animal Crossing, a uh, Mario collection. Pikmin and Clubhouse games. That's pretty damn good. <laughs> like, pretty good. I feel yeah. I, it's interesting because I, I keep reading these articles and talking to folks in our Discord and stuff, and they're just like, "Ugh," and I'm like, "I just don't get it." <laughs> like, I feel like and Xenoblade, and that's where I feel like I'm like, "Am I just mm-hmm. being a super homer like right now? Like, is it just me?" Because it's, I'm like, that year is better than what Xbox has had this year. It is, <laughs> and true. Xbox has my game of the year so far. My game of the year so far is Ori Two, and I would still take. Animal Crossing, Clubhouse, Super Mario Collection, you know, you throw Xenoblade, you throw all that together, I take that year. That's a great year. Gears Tactics? You know? I mean, it's good. Sure. It's good. Yeah, but <laughs> uh, there's also a part of me that wants to sell you guys on, I realize that the Mario games are ports of old games that people have played before. I would love to sell Kevin, like, face-to-face on what if they make, like, a spectacle of it. What if there's like an awesome collector's edition and it looks super cool and it's got like some fancy knickknacks in it? Because I think you can do that, right? 35th anniversary Mario collection. You get these three remastered games and this cute Such little tub number. and a statue and all that. It's on a gold cart. I'm going to do all of that. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. It's like, ah. I don't know. I feel left out a little bit because I'm like, who doesn't love this? <laughs> like, I'm all here for it. <laughs> 10 out of 10, I'm super here for it. But I don't know. Uh, I think it's interesting. I, I did try to think of a game mm-hmm. that could fit that window. And the only one that I think is possible, although I admit it's getting real close to, to call here, Bayonetta. Yeah. If they dropped Bayonetta, but if they dropped it on top of everything else that they're doing. Have we seen any of that game yet? No. Nope. Okay. Zero. That's why I don't think it's in either. That's why I think I've been saying all year. I think this is a this is a bridge here. It's a down year. Mm-hmm. And next year we get into Bayonet and all the other stuff. And, I, and then it's not necessarily a down year. We still have Apex and hopefully the Persona Strikers game shows up and No More Heroes 3. Like Bravely Default 2. Gods and Monsters. Right. Like there are some other things here that should get some people in to get you to 2021. Could there still be something? I know there's not. we're not doing Breath of the Wild 2, but could there still be something Zelda-related coming this year? Because I do remember some interview where they were committed to bringing a Zelda title to the Switch every year. They've said that mm-hmm. for a few years. Um, so I'm wondering if... I mean, we just got Link's Awakening last year, but I'm wondering mm-hmm. if there could be another remaster, another 2D game, another... Sure. Like, even like another Cadence of Hyrule type thing. Like, 
Skyward Sword. I don't think I don't think that'll be it. I think they'll make a big event out of that. Yeah, it may be a multiplayer Zelda like Triforce Heroes. Because That'd if be they awesome. said they're committed to playing to to bringing something Zelda every year, we haven't seen that yet. So there's a Zelda question mark title that could still be coming. I'd be absolutely down for like a Four Swords, <gasps> Triforce yeah. Heroes Switch game. <laughs> yeah, because I, I my me and the kids played it together with the 3ds, but we didn't ever play the 3ds multiplayer. But we play the Switch multiplayer all the time. A multiplayer mm-hmm. Zelda title would get it. Like I'd be very yeah. excited for that. Yeah. Um, but a Hyrule, you know, um, I was going to say a Twilight Princess or a Wind Waker or a collection or anything yeah, like more, that. More <laughs> remakes and ports. But it is. Yeah. it is. But again, like if there, there's got to be something if what they said was true. Yep. Yep. And I, I just, I think we're setting up for a really great 2021. And I, again, I always, I feel like I'm regurgitating old points at this point, but I feel like we're getting into like, they're clearing the pipes letting other projects get the time and they're ready. They're about to recycle and they're about to come back. Ready the Breath of the Wild 2. We're about to get Mario Golf, Metroid Prime, Bayonetta. Mario Golf. You know, You're holding on to that. <laughs> I'm not holding on to it. They're absolutely going to make Mario Golf. Are you sure? Yes. Have you looked at Cam- Go Okay, go to Wikipedia, type Camelot Games. Here's what you'll see when you do that, Garrett. You'll see Mario Tennis, Mario Golf, Mario Tennis, Mario Golf, Mario Tennis, Mario Golf, Mario yep. Tennis, Mario Golf. For like yeah. the last 12 years, <laughs> they're totally making Mario Golf. That's happening. Okay. 100%. Right. Sounds good. It's going to be amazing. I'll believe it. You're going to love it. When I see it, you're going to love it. We're going to play golf all the time. Sounds good. I'm really excited, guys. I think next year could be great. And I think that's what they need it to be, too. And we've got a question about that here in a few minutes. But I think it's important. Honestly, I think it might even, you could even, I could even make the case it might be strategic to wait and release some ports right now and just hold, hold Mm -hmm. it back a bit. Yeah. All right. Let's get into some Shaq questions, Rebecca. Um, am I starting from what we have right here? Yep. Okay. Hawk wants to know. Oh, from from this one. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. Just start at the top. Okay. Oh, sorry. I saw you highlighted. Hawk wants to know. Do you think that Nintendo's back half of the year will be lackluster thanks to Corona delays? I think that's kind of what we're seeing. I don't necessarily yeah. think it's delayed. Mm-hmm. I think the lack of They're news in the space is kind of delayed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we kind of just talked about that. Yep. Basically. Ryan wants to know, let's face it, black backlogs are a nagging plague for a lot of gamers. If you went to kick games off of your backlog to the curb, which one would go first? I like this question. I don't know if I have anything on my Switch that I'm considering in backlog. Xenoblade, mm. but I'm not really... I knew You're it when I bought it. I wasn't it. probably going to finish it. So Yeah. The organization of my backlog is a scary one. <laughs> um, there's a lot of games that are in there. Um, that I know is like, yeah, I want to go back to that, but there's, I, I don't know. I don't know if there's games I would just kick off to the curb. I do have games that I do kick off to the curb though. I feel like if I, if I wanted to, I will like, it's, it's not a matter of like, if I really wanted to, but I can't like, which one are you not coming back to at this point? Uh, well, I recently, um, actually Assassin's Creed Freedom Cry that's definitely not a Switch game but um, that was rough on my PC and it just crashed so I'm like you know what I'm gonna abandon this one I'm gonna go to my GG app and I'll let you know <laughs> well I, that's actually where I went as well um, Garrett I went to my DG app uh, site and I looked at my shelved tab for my backlog games mm-hmm. and I looked at which ones am I probably like realistically not coming back to ever I think um, probably at this point Skyrim um, every time I pick it up mm-hmm. I been a long time since I picked it up, but like I'm probably never going to finish that game. Like that would probably be the one where I can safely say I'm probably not going to beat this game. 
I put something in the backlog that but I would know I would just always go back to is Yu-Gi-Oh! Legacy of the Duelist. That's a really good Yu-Gi-Oh! game, by the way. Octopath Traveler. That's the one game I'm probably not going to go back to. Okay. Uh, that's a uh, that's a heavy game, and it's it, it, it bored me to tears. Oh, literally. <laughs> I love the I don't art know. music in that. I game. love the art. I do. It's the writing that puts me to sleep. Like I I can't put it any other way. Give me a JRPG that has a good story. This one, it's the most bland story I've ever seen. Um, or or yeah, one of the uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know how else to put it. Um. Costume Quest 2. I don't know why I have this in my backlog. You know, what? I'm gonna what? <laughs> that is such a cute game. Oh, I don't know if I'll go back to it, though. I don't think it's that long. <laughs> I probably have like five or six that I've already kicked off. And yeah. I'm just completely... Fr- I don't have my Switch in front of me, so I can't look them up. Like I was going to say Mystery Dungeon. That's what I got for Father's Day, but I'm totally going to play Mystery Dungeon. Mm. I'm definitely going to play it. I'm probably going to finish it. Yeah, but... Anything else? Mm-mm. Am I going to really go back to Assassin's Creed 2D side-scroller games? I like, am. am I really going to do that? I am. Oh. See, if you... Okay. I was thinking about playing those earlier today. Okay. Tell me. Tell me when you start playing them. I'll start playing them too. Okay. <laughs> I wish they bring those to Switch. I've been saying it for a while. I don't know mm-hmm. why they haven't. It doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, it'd be a cheap game. Style. They have a collection. They've already released the collection. It's yep. already been rated. It's on PS4 and Xbox. It was like 30 bucks. Yep. Put it on Switch. Why? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> they put Assassin's Creed games, but not these. I was gonna games. say of all the Assassin's Creed games to not put on Switch, <laughs> it makes no damn sense. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, next question. Um, Ryan also wants to know: Assuming the Mario remasters are true, what they one are. or two games are your most look forward to games of 2020? Ooh, um, Sports Story, No More Heroes Three. Mario Collection. That was three. He said one to two. Oh, Jeez. I'm sorry. I'm just kidding. Technically, it was five. It's <laughs> <laughs> five. You know how oh. excited I am for like those three games? You give me Sports Story, No More Heroes 3, and a Mario Collection? I'm good. It's a great year. What a fantastic year. If the Mario Collection is true, I would oh, look true. forward to that. It's post. totally happening. Yeah. I hope they, I hope they market it Mario All-Stars 2. If Snap is this year, that's my number one. Okay. Uh, Cyberpunk, that's definitely my number one and going anywhere. And Bravely Default 2. So two uh, 100 to 200 hour games that I'll spend the rest of my life with. So What are we worried about calendars and releases for? You've got two games to take up the rest of your year. Like, you're good, man. You're booked. Basically. (laughs) (laughs) I'm also super eager for Cyberpunk. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Games going to be dope. I think this next one is meant for Donnie. We said we were saving it for him. Was this the one? Christopher wants to know, if you had a choice, what types of stages and enemies or items would you save for Super Mario Maker 3? Super Mario Maker 3. Okay. Do you guys want to say anything? No. We've tried. (laughs) This was a question. um, I think it was originally submitted back when it was just me and Garrett. And we're like, nope, we're going to wait for Donnie. And we're just getting Gotcha. Um, Kyle might be a better person. So in the chat, Kyle, if you've got some things you want to throw in here, let me know. Uh, first and foremost, this should come at no surprise. I want Amiibo to return to Mario Maker. This doesn't make no damn sense. That's why the Switch has Amiibo. Amiibo was one of the greatest things about Mario Maker 1. And I don't understand why they held it back. But here's what I would say. If you want to make it even better, though, right? Super Mario Maker 3. Here's the point. I don't know how many more Mario Makers you can make. Because Super Mario Maker 2... 
pretty freaking amazing. Like it's it's really pretty epic. But if you bring back amiibo, maybe throw in some styles of backgrounds and themes that match the other games. Ooh. Like a Metroid Prime or a Zelda. And you could have like little dungeons and things like that. That you don't have to do it for everybody, right? But just one or two, that would be epic. That would be truly mm-hmm. epic. That would be an amazing idea for Super Mario Maker. Um I did write down so honestly, I think Super Mario Maker 2 has way too many enemies and blocks and slopes and, and pipes and everything. Like it's it's got all the things you would want to make a good 2D Mario game. So a lot of my stuff is going to be focused a lot on like the design and the style because that's typically what I really care about more. I'm not a creator. I'm a player. So I, I care more about that. Um, the Double Cherry from Mario 3D World, one of the coolest power-ups that we've had. I think it would be really cool to see that in a 2D space. That would be really cool. Do you, you guys know what the Double Cherry is? I have no idea. It duplicates the player. So you hit the double cherry and there's two Maros. And you control two Maros at one time. And you jump at the same time. And each one is mapped to one stick. So you could do it like each one on a Joy-Con. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. There we go. Charge and Chuck. Which, Kyle, if you're in the chat, fact check me. I'm not even sure if it's not. It might be in Mario Maker 2. I'm not sure. Again, I'm not a creator. But I was trying to think about this when I read the question earlier. I haven't seen it. Charge and Chuck's a football player. He's got oh, football, yeah, yeah. so like Super Mario World. He was like in the 3D Wait, he's world. Not in, he's not in Mario Maker I'm not 2? sure. I don't recall playing in him a bunch. That's why I wasn't sure. I didn't look it up, but I'm not sure. But if he's not, he definitely needs to be. And that's like the enemy that kind of came to mind when I was thinking about it. And then um, when you talk about styles, if they made a 2D sunshine style, that would be awesome. Hmm. Okay. Also, if they made a Super Mario Bros. 2 style. And brought in those mechanics. That would be equally awesome. I would love to play Super Mario 2 styled levels um, with those mechanics. I would love to bring those mechanics to different styles. And vice versa. I would love to play that style in different mechanics. Because I'm talking about like Super Mario 2 where you could be Peach, Toad, Luigi. And yes, like everybody could jump differently one. and all that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and then the other one that I was to put down is absolutely a playable roster. If you could choose, like, right. and then that goes with the amiibo part of it, right? But if you could play as different characters and maybe set it up to play as different characters, and then Yoshi's Island. If you could throw in a Yoshi's Island style and let you build yeah, and stuff that like that. that would get me into Mario Maker so much if they added Yoshi's Island. It's amazing because of how dense the game is now, and I definitely say it's dense. It's got menus upon menus upon menus, and you can combine things. Like, the the, the possibilities already seem endless, and then you think about it and you're like, there's still so much they could do. Like they could still go so far. And I would love to make it like Nintendo maker. I think that it's would really be the ultimate like thing. What Mario is. Yeah. Like if you could add in styles that were inspired by other games, a yeah. Donkey Kong inspired style oh, that me. you could then make 2D <laughs> platform and Mario levels on top of, that'd be amazing. <laughs> I would play the mess out of something like that'd be awesome. And, and a large part of that was what made the amiibo in the first game so cool as we had people used Mario assets to make, you know, themes that match the other characters. Right. What if they actually brought themes from the other characters instead? Um, Cause that was actually another part of the amiibo thing that I brought up with Mario maker two is the, the amiibo in Mario maker, you could only play a bit in style. You couldn't play mm. super. Neat. I would love to see them bring other models. I would like to be able to play link eight bit, you know, 16 bit, you have pink hair, and I would love to oh, actually have like a little Smash type oh, character 3D model. Zelda Maker. Hmm? 
there was a part of me that wanted to answer just Zelda Maker. <laughs> just because I was thinking, like, why did they take Amiibo out? Maybe they took it out to make, like, a Zelda Maker and a Metroid Maker. Like, maybe there could be a bunch of different types of... St- Donkey Kong Country Maker. Let's yeah, go. There could be. There could be. So, yeah. I hope that answers your question. Um, Are we ready for the next question? Sure. Yep. I don't know who asked this one. There's not a name next to it. With Xbox or PlayStation ready to launch, do you see Nintendo cutting the price of the Switch this year? No. Only because they're selling out, but it wouldn't be a bad idea. So I will hedge my bet and say bundles, baby. Black Friday bundles. Here is the Mario Kart Switch bundle. Here is the Smash Brothers Ultimate Switch bundle. Hell throw, uh arms and one two switch and shovel knight and throw like here's your launch edition switch bundle like yeah like let's get crazy with it let's start throwing some games together i still think it's too early to do a breath of the wild bundle but if they're looking to release breath of the wild 2 next year maybe it's not breath of the wild bundle here's your switch light plus breath of the wild 2 or breath of the wild like they could do that too yeah i don't i don't see a price cut but i think bundles that's a good guess also just reminded me i should have wrote this down when I was thinking about my hype for this Mario All-Stars 2 thing, mm-hmm. what if they come out with a system? <laughs> and it's freaking awesome. A Nintendo Switch, Mario, uh, a Mario Switch. Yeah. No, that that would, like, right? give me a question block or, or something as Here's a Here's the 35th Mario edition of the Lite. Here's the 35th edition of the Switch. Here's the dock. Yeah. You see where I'm going? Like, you well, can just spin this and make it a thing. Joy-Cons? <laughs> like, everything. No. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna I laugh. I'm gonna people. laugh so much five months from now. We all have Mario stuff. I'm gonna just laugh. <laughs> You're gonna oh, just be enjoying that collection <laughs> almost as much as I enjoy taking my victory lap in the last Splatfest, which I never got a chance to rightfully <laughs> scorn you guys over. You're right. Go mm-hmm. team catch up. By the way, <laughs> we're I'm here. So happy that I got reminded. Donnie, oh, I did I play. Know. Oh, you did. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think. The only uh, way that Nintendo would slash Nintendo uh, the, the the console is a next iteration. Once they get that moved out, um, yeah, I, I I think they would they would cut the price. But other than that, mm, I don't know. I, I never see them cutting the price. There's no need to cut the price and the at the launch of a new console because that's no. early adopters. They're getting in. They're not going to start selling out gangbusters. I don't think. I mean, there might be some for sure. And definitely there's always one, right? So there's always an exception to the rule. I don't think that the PS5 is taking away a potential Switch owner. <laughs> you know, I don't think there's somebody right now. It's like, right. should I get a Switch or oh, I'll just wait to the PS5. Like, that's a weird space to be in. Like, it's <laughs> very weird. You get both, bud. Like, yeah. Right. right. So, yeah, I don't think that's necessary. And I think you just add some added value with some pack-ins for now. Next year? Probably. Yeah, next year I, might I'm be thinking time. a new Switch iteration is quite possible. That'd be good, good too. You could replace the model. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's possible. And Steven wants to know if you could replay any game that you have only played once before, what would it be? What would yours mm-hmm. be? So are, are we like replaying it for the first time? Or no, f- I clarified that with him. You are not erasing your memory. You have all the knowledge of the game, but Ooh. you... Think about a game that you've only played one time because I feel like, and this is a clever question because we go back to games, I think several times that we really love. Yep. Um, but can you think of a game that you only played once? Yes, I've got one. What is it? Astral Chain. 
Ooh. Okay. I definitely want to go back and replay it because I really enjoyed it. I just haven't found like the right window to jump back in quite yet. Hmm. For me, it's Breath of the Wild. I played that once. I want to go back and try it again. I have the hard book cover guide now. Yeah. It's freaking heavy, man. Dude, we're going to do it. Yeah. We're going to do okay. it. We're going to do it before the launch of the second one. We just did it last year. We had to return to Hyrule. I'm yeah. going to play it again before the second one comes out again. Sounds For good. sure. I'll be on that journey then. Oh, it's going to be so much fun. Mm-hmm. I like should have thought of an answer to this one um, because I'm, I'm having trouble remembering like what games I've only played once. Um, so I'll pick a recent one just because there's reason to replay it is Chrono Trigger. I played it earlier this year. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I want to replay it at some point to get a different ending. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Very good. Is that it for this week? I think so. Great. Fun show, guys. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Do you guys have anything else you want to say? Uh, No, I think I'm good. Be safe this weekend with the 4th of July, everybody. Fireworks. You guys don't realize I work with EMS. Always an accident. It's a huge issue. Like, be <laughs> yeah. careful with the fireworks, okay? Don't, like, drink while you're grilling and then go light fireworks, okay? <laughs> don't drink while you're lighting fireworks. <laughs> just just don't do that, man. Deadly combination. You can drink, but you can't light the fireworks if you're drinking. Like you gotta have responsibly, yeah. You gotta have you gotta have I'm already hearing them. I don't know if you guys were hearing their fireworks going off already, yeah, so I guess oh, every day. Too. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm not even sure if the fireworks are just guns. Like I think rednecks around here just the line. Oh no. They just start shooting guns instead. Oh. <laughs> oh my goodness. I'll give you some fireworks. All right, that's gonna do it for this week here in the Nintendo Shack. We look forward to next week. When my other co-hosts tell you how excited they are for Mario All-Stars 2 <laughs> and the inevitable collection and systems that it will come with. We'll catch you next week, Kooplings. Good night. Bye-bye.